0: Today on New Season. You are called, you were saved, delivered, and healed to live, to thrive, to go from one level of glory to the other in God's promises. And now, here is today's word with Pastor Sam Rodriguez. Just lift up your hands for a moment. Oh, Christ, you are here. Your presence, your glory, not religion, not ideas of man, but you. Your grace, your love. Your creative power, your saving, delivering, healing power is here. All things are possible. Matter of fact, right there with your hands raised, when Pastor Jeremy was leading, I was here participating in the worship. And I just felt the Holy Spirit saying, I am mending hearts today. I felt people, right when you were worshiping, God was just, there was spiritual. I just, did anybody experience a touch of heaven while you were worshiping? Wow. Before you're seated, you look so beautiful. Before you're seated, look at your neighbor, the one you really like, and and tell your neighbor, I'm so glad you're here. Tell your other neighbor the one that you have to like anyway, the one that you have to like. Tell him, I'm so glad you're here. You may be seated, you may be seated, you may be seated. Let's get into the Word. Somebody, let's get into the Word, let's get into the Word. Here's what we're going to do. There's, there's a story, there's a narrative from Joshua chapter 3 that is so compelling. We've been, we've been preaching on the Joshua series. Every single person on the planet, every single person here in this auditorium, every single person on the planet today can fall into one of the following three categories. If you look at the, the sort of meta-narrative of the Hebrew children in the Old Covenant, you could fall into three categories, one of three. You're either a slave in Egypt, you're wandering in the desert, or you are a citizen of the promised land. And every single human on earth today can likewise fall, metaphorically speaking, spiritually, prophetically speaking, into one of the three respective categories. You're either an Egyptian slave, that means you're slave to sin, you're slave to a pharaoh that compels you to make brick without straw, you're, 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 you're a slave to the Egyptian mentality... Or you're wandering in the desert, which means you're no longer in bondage, but all you're doing in life is going around in circles. And you're not going anywhere. You're saved, but you're still going around in circles. Because you could be saved and go around in circles. You're not in Egypt anymore, so you're not on your way to hell. You're not in the slavery of sin. But all you do is go around in circles. And go around and go around. I'm getting dizzy myself doing this. And and I'm afraid to fall because somebody put that red thing on me. Um, so. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I had to. I don't even know what that means. Why do they put the red thing on you? What does that mean? Like the blood of Jesus. You're covered. All <laughs> oh, the stuff we do in church. But, but seriously, people go around. The and then the other, the other type of folk are the folk that are citizens in the promise. That means you live in the promise. You live in God's purpose. You're here. Is this free of problems? No, because we have some Hittites and Midianites and some Philistines. There's, there's, There's things that come, but you live in the promise. It's your promise. God gave you destiny. God gave you purpose. God placed you on this planet for a purpose. So you're here. So you're no longer there and you're no longer here. And by the way, the reason they died here, an entire generation died here, the reason the Bible says that an entire generation died here was because they were all they were all contaminated with the virus of gossip. I'm not making this up. This, the, Moses said it. Gossip, disobedience, rebellion, negativity, ungratefulness. Pastor Sam, you're saying that these things could keep you from going in there? Absolutely. There are people that die going around in circles because they're negative. Because there's, there's still rumor mongering about, eat. oh, I wish we would go. They actually said, where they were in the desert, and they were going like, oh, look, at this. we're eating manna every day. We're eating manna every day. This is getting old. I wish we were back in Egypt as slaves. Why would you want to go back to captivity? Because some people prefer captivity to a moment of trial and testing. And so they died here. The Bible says actually explicitly that, that that Joshua and Caleb from that generation remained, that stepped into the promise. So why are you hearing this? Because when they got here, so you, you left Egypt, you're no longer here. Because by the way, God saved them from Egypt and he saved them for the promised land. When Jesus died for you, he saved you from the Egypt of sin and perpetual condemnation. But he saved you for abundant life, which is the promised land. So God saves you. When you're saved, you're saved from and you're saved for. You're saved from something, but you're saved for something. And if you're a Christian and all you focus is on what you're being saved from, then you're, then you're going to go like this. You're going you're gonna to die going like this. You're going to die. But if you're part of this church or you've come here today, you're here for a reason. It's not, it's not by coincidence. You're here because you and your family will not stay there and you will not die here. I'm not making, no, no, I'm going to say this one more time. I'm gonna say it one more time: so The devil really gets a migraine and really gets it and leaves you and your family alone because the enemy's lying to you. You're not gonna die there, and you're not even gonna die here, going around in circles. You and your entire family, and your children, and your children's children, and your grandchildren, and your grandchildren's 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 grandchildren, all, you're, you, will, you, will, you are called, you were saved, delivered, and healed to live, to thrive, to go from one level of glory to the other in God's promises. If you believe that for you and yourself, if you refuse to die in the desert, if you're tired of going around in circles, and you're ready to step into all of God's promises, raise your hands and repeat after me, As for me and my house, we will not die in Egypt, We will not die in the desert. And I do get dizzy. So I'm tired of going around in circles. As for me and my family, we are stepping into all of God's promises in the name of Jesus. If you believe that, give God your best shout of praise. Come on, if you really believe that, give him a shout and a worship. And tell him, I'm stepping in. So they got here. They got. They got to the. They got to the edge of right here. So this is Egypt, the desert. Right here, there's a river. Right here, there's one. I've, I've talked about this and ran about it. There's a Red Sea here, and there's a Jordan here. Because we always have to cross something to step into something. Always. And the Red Sea is not the Jordan. I've covered that. You can read it. It's, and and I'll, I'll talk about that more later on in the next few weeks. But it's not. You have to juxtapose them. The Jordan is. There. So they're here. They're here. They're, they were here. This is where we're getting to. So they, got, they crossed that. They crossed this. A generation died. And there they are right there at the edge of the Jordan. Here's a Jordan River. Over there was the promise. Literally, they could see the promise. Like, there's the promise. There's my house. There's my latte. That's the promise. I'm stepping in. But the river was to the top. It was actually overflowing its banks. It was flood stage. Harvest time, flood stage, the thing was flooded. No bridge. They needed to cross over. And they were like this. Just waiting. The Bible says they were camped out. Camped out waiting. There is a season to wait and a season to cross. If you believe you've been in your waiting season, raise one hand. Don't, don't move until God tells you to move. You got to follow the instructions because sometimes we move prematurely. And then we, get, we end up getting... And then we come back to God and go... Because and God tells you... God, and you, go, you come back, God give me... I can't believe I went through this. I can't believe I dated this person, and then they, they played me wrong, and they cheated on me. And, and, God, and then God looks at you and says, I, I, I'm going to heal you, but just for the record, I never gave you the blessing to date that person in the first place. If you would have asked me, I would have said, that's not the one I have for you. Because you were so premature. You acted on your own right. And, and just because you go to church, you think you could do whatever you want. Listen to me. You need to be led by me. Let me lead you and follow. I got this. Let me tell you. Who, let me guide you. Let me guide you. Let me guide you. Let me guide you. So, so it, it, just, it just So you got to wait. But they were waiting. And then Joshua chapter 3. Just, you'll go to Joshua chapter 3. Put Joshua chapter 3 up. Verse 1. No, really, Joshua chapter 3, verse 1. No, like I'm not, I'm not kidding. The real Joshua chapter 3, verse 1. Early the next morning, Joshua and all the Israelites left the grove and arrived at the banks of the Jordan where they camped before crossing. Go to the second verse. Three days later, the Israelites went to the camp. Third verse. This is so cool. This is for somebody. Give me the following instructions. Here it is. All right, you guys are there and you're waiting. You're not moving. When you see the Levitical priest carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord God, move out and follow them. Move out and follow them. Move out and follow them. The, the title of the message, which I already preached seven minutes, is when you see the glory move. When, when you look at your neighbor tell them, when you see the glory, move out. Tell your other neighbor, when you see the glory, move out. Tell the one that really needs to hear it, when you see the glory, move out. That you seriously, but when you see the glory, not when you see something that imitates the glory, not when you see something that fakes the glory, not when you see something that acts like the glory but is actually full of Ichabod, when not, no, it's when you see the glory, not the fake, not the wannabe, not the impersonation of the glory, not something that acts like the glory but actually acts like hell when it's in the private place. No, 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 the glory is the glory is the glory because sometimes we follow things that are not full of the glory but we think they have the glory but are not full of the glory. It's It's all a facade of the glory. It may look like. It's like going to New York City, Times Square, baby. Right next to the Marriott Hotel, there is a guy named Pablo. And Pablo will sell you a Rolex for $25.99. And if you come from another country, you call home, go, Mama, I bought a Rolex. How much did it cost you? Pablo sold it for $25.99. You take that Rolex back home. It looks like a Rolex. It says Rolex. It's everything about Rolex. You take it back home to a jeweler the jeweler laughs at you and says this is not a rolex it is a fake piece of watch that only has the name on it but there's nothing rolex about it i want you to know that there are people that look there are people that want to lead you astray that look like a rolex but there's no rolex in them you need to learn to follow those that really have the glory because who you follow let me give it to you y'all stay still the moment you see the Levitical priest carrying the glory follow them because who you follow will determine whether or not you step into the promise I'm going to say that one more time. It is explicit here. Pastor Sam, that's the old covenant. Nope. The new covenant, baby. (laughs) Jesus, follow me. And I'm going to make you fishers of men. Follow me. I'm here to tell you: who you follow will determine whether or not. If you've been following people that carry fear and carry <laughs> and carry judgment and carry idolatry and carry rebellion and carry false teachings and carry false ideas, if you can, if you follow people that carry hatred and bigotry and intolerance and animosity, you're you're never gonna step into the promised land. As for me and my, I have good news. I rumors have it that everyone in this church has decided to follow Jesus. I've, I have decided to follow Jesus. Stop following ideas of man. Stop following this. Tell You you need to open up your mouth and say, "As for me and my house. I'm going to tell you who we're going to follow. We're going to follow Jesus. We're going to follow Christ. We're going to follow the grace, the glory, the truth, the way of Christ. Y'all remember that song? I have decided... Y'all don't remember that, right? Fo- if you're under 20, you have no idea what I'm saying. I have decided to follow. Anybody? I have decided to follow. No. No what? Are there any Jesus followers in the place? No, 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 no. Hey, I love you, I, and I love these people because they're wonderful. I'm not asking you because we have people out there who have followers. I'm not talking about following people who are beautiful people. I'm not asking you if you're following Kim or Justin or or, or 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 Hillary or Donald or anyone. I'm asking you: Are you a Jesus follower in this house? That's what defines you—the fact that you follow Jesus. The reason you won't stay stuck here is because you are following not one that carries the glory. You are following the one that is the glory. He is the glory. (laughs) Have decided to follow Jesus. Following Jesus is a big thing. Following Jesus is a big thing. Because who you follow will determine whether or not you step into the promise. Really. So... The instructions were this. Y'all, y'all, because it was in Texan written, y'all, you all, you're going to stand up and you're going to move out the moment you see the Levitical priest carrying the glory, the Ark of the Covenant, the treasure chest of heaven, the glory of God on a box. Oh, watch, this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Hmm. hmm. The Levitical priests carrying the glory. The people saw it. They moved out. They literally moved out. They were camping there. They were there. They were barbecuing there. They were watching. How in the world can the Sixers beat the Cavaliers? There was stuff that was going on there. And and all of a sudden, they just moved out because they saw the glory. Because the glory makes you move. No, 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 no. The glory prompts you to move. Don't tell me that you're living in the glory and you're stuck. You can't be stuck and experience the glory at the same time. Because the glory is a provocative reality. The glory provokes you to move. The glory tells you to get up. The gl- even when you don't want to get up, even when you're even when you're broken, Pastor Sam. But I've been through a lot. I'm broken. This happened. I'm getting through a lot. I'm all discombobulated. The glory is so powerful. The glory doesn't. It's like a magnet. If you have, if you have in you, a ma- and I and I get you. Even when you don't, it, it it draws you. So even when you're broken and you're not perfect and you're discombobulated and all theologically speaking perpetually jacked up and you find yourself here the moment the glory shows up even if you don't want to something inside of you just goes like and you start going like this have you ever been there where you were so messed up and yet the glory showed up you got up and you and you're saying it's not even me it's by the way it's not you it's the Jesus inside of you it's the Spirit of God inside of you it's the purpose of God inside of you that is drawn to the glory. So so watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. So they get up. The priests say, Follow us. Follow me, follow me, follow me. Careful who you're following. It's important who you follow. Who you follow defines you. Woo. I hope you got this. And he says one more time: don't follow anything that exacerbates hatred, animosity, intolerance, bigotry, sin. Lies, deception, idolatry. Are you hearing me right now? So they got this. The priest went like this. All right, mani petties. Why the mani petties? Because the Lord said, where our toes touch the waters. Really? Get the mani petties ready. Because when you carry the glory, the, the river was flood stage. They went like this. They went like, go ahead, touch it. Just touch it. Touch. So they, they're carrying the glory. And they, they you put your raft foot in. You put, no, stop it. So they, they, they go like this. Watch, watch, watch. Boop. The moment they did that, I admit, can you not read it? The Jordan went like this. It did not just open up. The Bible says the Jordan opened up and the river stood up. Y'all didn't get that. It's not that the river just made a way, oh, it miraculously opened up. No. The river opened up and stood up as if in attention, Because the glory is not the glory of anything. It's the glory of God the creator. The, the creation is responding to the authority of the creator. The Creator is approaching, embodied in a box. It goes over, and the creation is basically saying, you have all authority, we salute you. Come on board, you have every access and every authority. But, but let me ask you a question. What, what were the, the Levites were carrying what again? The ark, which means what? what? And what did the Jordan do? The Jordan did what? The Jordan did what? The Jordan, stood. no, wait, 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 wait. Did the Jordan impact the glory? But did the glory impact the Jordan? I'm going to preach in about a minute and 18 seconds now. Let me wait. No. It's what you cross does not and cannot impact what you carry. But what you carry will impact what you're crossing. You're not getting this, but you will. What's in front of you will not define what's on top of you. But what's on top of you can very well define what's in front of you. Your problem cannot stop your promise, but your promise can change your problem into a breakthrough. Are you with me right now? Because what you carry is more powerful than what you're crossing. You've been focusing on the Jordan. You've been looking at the red Sea and the Jordan. You've been looking at the problem, the doctor's report, your bank account, the, the broken relationship. Your marriage is falling apart. You've been looking at that, that, that. When God says, instead of looking at the Jordan, why don't you focus more on what you carry? No, you're not hearing me right now. If you're in this church this afternoon or listening around the world, I want you to know something. You carry glory. You're not just anyone. You carry the glory of the risen Christ. I want to say that one more time. You carry glory. Pastor Sam, is that a metaphor? No. You really carry glory. There are people that step into Lodi, Stockton, San Francisco, Palo Alto, Los Angeles. They step in there. and, and, And when they step in there, nothing happens spiritually. The demons don't start texting. They don't tweet anything. They don't post anything. But then there are people that when they step into these cities, every demon knows that you're there. Because you carry something from heaven. And... (laughs) You carry something that will stir up the atmosphere. When you walk in there, you don't walk in, you don't walk in there as an Egyptian slave or a desert wanderer. You walk in there as a citizen of the promise. And you carry the glory of the risen Christ. So when you walk into a place, don't walk in with your head down. Walk in with your head up because the moment you walk in there every devil demon legion principality and power of darkness must recognize that you are a child of the living god that you are a child of god i dare you to tell your neighbor i carry the glory no tell them i carry glory tell them i carry glory tell them i carry glory I'm going to speak to someone right now. No. You know, if you're in this service or you're listening online around the world, listen, or you're listening to the podcast, today is the last day that you carry a generational curse. If I had a mic, I would drop it right now. I'm going to say that one more time. Today is the last day that you carry a generational curse. Today is the last day that you carry alcoholism. Today is the last day that you carry an addiction. Today is the last day that you carry that sin. From this moment on, you will carry the glory. All the glory carriers, raise your hand no let me see all the glory carriers raise your hand no no I feel something right now listen today's the day you're going to stop carrying fear I'm preaching to someone you've been fearing what may happen next you've been hearing what's the next thing from this moment on you will not carry fear you will carry the faith of Christ upon you are you with me right now From this moment on, you will not carry depression or discouragement, anxiety or confusion. Somebody was carrying loneliness for a long time. Your days of carrying loneliness come to an end right now. Whoa! Hey! Hey! Come on, this is for somebody's breakthrough right now. You carry the glory! You carry glory! You carry glory, you carry glory, you carry glory, you carry glory, you carry glory. Raise your hands. You're no longer carrying the shame of your past failures. That ends right here, right now. You're no longer carrying some sort of religious condemnation where you're doubting every day whether or not you're saved or whether or not God forgave you. If God can just send you a text right now, it would read, I already forgave you. Walk in it. Live in it. Step into the promise. (laughs) Embrace it. Accept it. Receive it. What you carry will determine what you cross and how you cross. You're focusing on the crossing instead of what you're carrying. Raise your hands. I'm going to tell you this. Let me show you. 1 John 2.27, you carry the anointing. The anointing is the anointed one. The word Christ, Jesus Christ, the word Christ means the anointed one. First John says that the anointed one lives in us. The anointing, which is the Holy Spirit, the spirit of the risen Christ. You carry the anointing. That's why, that's why you cause atmospheres to shift wherever you walk. You are a provocative person. You're not normal. When you walk into that Starbucks, to that Pete, to that Walmart, that Target, when you walk into that school, the atmosphere changes because of what you carry. You're saying, Pastor Sam, is this real 100%? You ever been into a place, I've asked this before, where somebody comes in and the atmosphere changes? They haven't even said anything, but they, they, everything changes? When you walk in, woo, every demon goes like, oh, he's here. I kid you not, they go like, he's here. Oh, And if you've never done anything for the kingdom... And then it's not you. But if you you carry glory, the the, the enemy will look at you and like, there she is. And they talk to each other. Read it. They actually communicate. There is a hell-darkness communication system between the powers and principalities of darkness. You say, Pastor Sam, that's like, no, stop it. No, that's for reals. You don't think there's evil in this world? Come on, where do you think that comes from? You think there's evil when in Syria they take chemical bombs and they kill babies and make them suffocate? You think there's evil in this world? With what happens every single day? There's darkness. But, 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 but watch. When they communicate, your testimony is no longer just for you. Do you realize the enemy knows your testimony? Do you realize when they see you carrying that glory, they talk about you and go, oh, there's, there's that pastor. What's your name? Phyllis. P-H-Y-L-L-S. Phyllis? Uh-huh. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, why don't, why don't we try to mess her? No, we can't do that. Why? We tried that. It, it failed. She, she came out of it. Okay. Why, why don't you try to get her this way? Yeah, we did that four years ago. That, that failed too. She came out of that. All right, we got it. We got it. Why don't we do, why don't we write in front of her, why don't we put this in front of her? And then somebody comes in and says, hey, hey, what are you doing? We're going to try to put this in front of her. And they're like, let me advise you. We did a study on her. The more you challenge her, the more she gets up and starts moving forward. I'm preaching to somebody right now. If the enemy knew better, he would leave you alone, man. He would leave you alone. Because greater is He that is in you, you carry the glory. I've never done Matthew sixteen twenty four. Jesus said, Matthew sixteen. Go to Matthew sixteen quickly. No for reals, Matthew sixteen for reals. Like the other Matthew sixteen. Yeah, there it is. If you want to be my follower, won't you take up your cross? Another version would be carry your cross and follow me. The cross is Jesus. What He did on the cross: salvation, deliverance, healing, the grace of Christ. Eternal life, new life, and abundant life. When you carry the cross, you carry who Jesus is and what he did for you. Listen, you're carrying the cross wherever you go. So you carry his power. You carry his grace-filled sacrificial work. Salvation, deliverance, healing, eternal new and abundant life. And one more thing you carry, Psalm 30, verse 5. You carry favor. I said you carry favor. All the glory carriers, raise your hand. I'm gonna prophesy to you, people are gonna start following you. Not because of your Instagram account, not because of your Facebook postings, not because of the epic selfies that you take. They're gonna follow you because of what you carry. Are you with me right now? They're gonna say, I want what you have. I want what you have. I want, I want what you have. I want your Jesus, I want your Jesus. Look up here for a second. Look up here. Stand with me. You are standing. If you're not standing, stand with me. Oh, can you come up here? Be careful with this. What, what do you carry? What, what do you carry now? You're carrying the glory? You're carrying the glory. And Christ is the glory. So, so if these guys were able to make the Jordan open up because they were carrying God in a box. with God in a box. God is out of the box, baby. So you're carrying something better than the box. So what could stop you from reaching the fullness of your promise? Because you carry the glory. Oh, I don't, want to, I don't want to mess anybody up. The thing about grace is not only do you carry the glory, but the glory carries you. The glory carries you while you carry the glory. Yeah, y'all didn't get that. Oh, can you can me have, let me have that bag? Be careful of this. Any, give me something else. Anybody purses, bikes? Um, Anything, anything you want to give me? Here, let me have purses. Your purses? Let, let me have. Hold on, hold on, hold on with that. Hold on with that. Hold up there. Let me. Anybody else? This, this is you, by the way. Your color, your thing. It's just you. It's just your combo. <laughs> and it says, somebody, give me some stuff. Uh, uh, bags, jackets, bills. <laughs> See. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you. The, pro- the problem is that in life, sometimes life and people want to make you carry stuff that doesn't even belong to you.
1: I'm going to walk away. I'm going to walk away
0: now. I'm going to carry. I'm going to. And by the way, don't you dare Galatians 6 to me because I know the word. Oh, the Bible says carry each other's burdens. The Bible doesn't say carry because carrying the burden means, read it in the Greek, help someone when they can't carry what they're carrying. Help someone take those burdens and give them to Jesus so he will carry them. So don't, stay right there. By the way, we're not even called to carry the burdens. Jesus said, put your burdens upon me. I carry the burdens, you carry the glory, right? But let me get those, where are those bags at? There's nothing at all. Some, sometimes, some sometimes we're carrying garbage. Now, how in the name of all things that are holy are, will you be able to carry the glory if you're carrying somebody else's drama, somebody else's issue, somebody else's thing, and you're carrying garbage. Or if, yeah, I got news for you. That's not what God called you to call. Many of you are, and you're trying to get to the promised land looking like this. And you're going, I wonder why I'm not going anywhere. Because you're carrying stuff that you're not meant to carry. That you're not anointed to carry. get rid of this stuff. 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 The only thing that you are called to carry is the glory of the risen Christ the cross of Christ, the victory of Jesus, the power of Jesus, the word of Jesus, the anointing of Jesus, the grace of Jesus, the truth of Jesus. Raise your hands. Matter of fact, put your hands down for a second. When I say now, I want you to just let go of whatever you're carrying, that is not of God. Again. Carrying somebody else's burden means to help them transfer that burden to Jesus. Not for you to try to be Jesus. and ca- oh. oh, I'm going to take your, your problem. I'm going to own your problem from now on. You're going to own it, sunshine? You don't own it. You're going to say, I'm going to help you. Come here, I'm going to come in agreement. Lord, this is your problem. Right now, they're going to carry the glory. You transfer them. When they don't have the strength to transfer it over, you're there to help them, Galatians six two. When I say now, I want you to go like this. And literally, whatever you've been carrying, I sense an anointing here. Whatever you've been carrying that does not line up with God's will, what have you been carrying, man? Your own garbage, your own junk, your own hurt, hoarding from the past. Ideas and thoughts and behaviors and actions that do not line up with God's destiny in your life. When I say now, I want you to lift up your hand and say... And when you do this, whatever you've been carrying that's not of God is going to come off you. Jesus and the only thing that's going to come on you is the grace, the glory, the anointing, and the favor of God. The cross of Christ, which means the fullness of Christ is who He is and what He did. Christ, the hope of glory. Ready? At the count of three. Okay. Now look, 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 look. look. Don't even carry. Don't even carry the burden of whether or not your kids and your family members are going to be saved. You have to trust God. That his promise is in the book of Acts. That you and your household will be saved. Yeah. Listen to me. Listen. He loves you. He did not die on the cross for you to die in Egypt in sin and in eternal condemnation. Or for you to go around perpetually in the desert of life. In the desert of excuses. In the desert of one day I will. But that day never comes. He paid a price for you to step into the fullness of His promises. But what you carry will determine that. At the count of three, let it go, man. Whatever you've been carrying that's been holding you down, let it go. Let it go. I sense such an anointing right now. An anointing is a theological term for the presence of God for a purpose. God is here. Ready at the count of three, just lift up your hands. Pastor Sam, are you sure this works? I wouldn't be here right now. I wouldn't be here right now. I wouldn't be here right now. One, two, three, lift up your hands. I sense the glory. Change hey, hey, oh fall God. hey, hey, hey. Feel hey, hey, hey. carry the glory. Here. Carry the glory. Now. Carry the glory. Jesus you change now life heal hallelujah 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 yeah 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 Jesus you change every day. Jesus you change every change hey. fall, oh. fear hey. bow, come on Here and now Jesus, you change everything. We're done. We're done. We're done. If from this, if, if, just with your hand, one hand up, one hand up. If you understand that you are a, you are a glory carrier, that you're not carrying generational curses, you're not carrying perpetual brokenness, you're not carrying your sins, you're not carrying your past, you're carrying the glory of the risen Christ raised both hands. Now look, look at me, look at me, with your hands raised. It doesn't matter how big the Jordan may be. It doesn't matter what stage it may be in. It doesn't matter the wall, the name of the giant, the the, the temperature in the furnace, the number of lions in the den. It doesn't matter the nor'easter that emerges as you're on your way to Rome. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because what you carry is greater than what's in front of you. You carry the glory. And he who carries you. Just raise your hand and say, (laughs) Say, repeat after me. Say, I'm moving out. I'm stepping into everything. God promised me. I carry the glory of Jesus. And the glory of Jesus carries me. I'm moving out. And I'm moving into all of God's promises Without exception, in the powerful name of Jesus, somebody shout, "Amen!" Hey, hey! Jesus, you everything. Change. the glory carriers? Raise your hand. Don't let anybody put anything on you that you were not meant to carry. Not even yourself. I tell him, Hey, that's not me. I carry glory. Put your hands down for a second. Joshua, I'm done. I'm gonna, Pastor Phil's, get up here. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, just watch this. Don't don't move. Don't move. There's a word. Watch this. I'm gonna give you the word real quick. This is crazy. This is crazy. If you can help me, team. Joshua chapter three verse four right now. Quickly if you can. Watch this. Since you have never traveled this way before, they will guide they will guide you, the people carrying the glory. Stay about a half a mile behind them. This is this is this is interesting. Otherwise, keep a clear distance between you and the make sure you don't come close. This is crazy. You can't get close. You have to follow, but you can't get close to the glory. Because you're, you're so jacked up. You're not holy enough for the glory. That's the old covenant. This is crazy. Watch. I'm going to show you something you've never seen before. Watch this. Watch this. It tells you, you says, stay away, right? It says, stay away. Stay away. But follow. Right? What's the next verse? I'm going to show you something you've never seen before. Watch this. Go to the next verse. Watch this. Sanctify yourselves, purify yourselves because tomorrow I'm gonna to do something great. Watch this chronological order. Hey, 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 stay away, follow, but stay away. Oh, by the way, purify yourselves. Right? Stay away and purify yourself. Stay away and get yourself right. Right? So stay away, it says. That's the old covenant. This is before This is before. So let me tell you what James says. This is going to mess you up. James says, come close to God. No, no, no. Watch this. This will mess you up. Come close to God and God will come close to you. Purify yourselves. Sanctify yourselves. The same thing of Joshua. James flips it. James says, hey, how about this? If you want to be holy, you don't get further away from God. You get closer to God. You draw closer to God. Even if you're messed up, get close to God and that will purify you. Even when you're not right, get close to God. Grace says, holiness or purity comes via the conduit of intimacy. That's crazy. You're messed. Get close to me, God says, and I'll get close to you. Wash your hands. Purify your hearts. I love this. All right. Father, seal this word of your Holy Spirit. You're telling me, God, that what we carry will determine how we cross. That the stages of life, the seasons, it doesn't matter what stage, we can cross because of what we carry. We can cross because of what we carry. You tell us to sanctify ourselves, which means order precedes overflow. You got to get the wineskin right for the wine. You have to make room for the glory. And Jesus took care of that on the cross. All we have to do is walk in it. We receive it today. I dare you repeat after me. God put my life in order. Stop, look up here for a second. That whole sanctify yourself for tomorrow. Some of you, God already has begun this. Pro- All of us, if we're redeemed, we have instantaneous and then we have continual. But look up here. There are things in your life that God has been repairing there are things in your life that God has been restoring there are things recently that God has been renewing and there are things that God has been removing and when God is removing it don't complain don't try to hold on to something God has been removing in your life don't whine about it don't complain let him remove it because if God if God is repairing it and restoring it and renewing it and removing it he's getting you ready because tomorrow you're about to see what you've never seen before you're going to see something awesome something amazing something outstanding phenomenal fantastic Did you get this? Repeat after me. Order Order. precedes overflow. overflow. So God is putting your life in order. God is fixing your wineskin because the wine that's coming your way. Hey. All right. Hold hands with your neighbors. Pastor Phyllis, come up. Your ministers, pastors, elders. Yes, Lord. Jesus is my Everything. Wow. We're going to go a little bit different here. And there's people here, look up, look up here a second. There's people up here right now going like, Pastor Sam, I've been carrying stuff I should never have been carrying. I got this word was all for me. I get it now. I get it while I'm going around in circles and I haven't stepped into everything God has for me. I've been carrying stuff. Even stuff that God already dealt with. I'm going to let it go today. You're here because God's telling you, let it go. Just carry my glory. Claire. Carry my glory, my favor, my anointing, my word upon your life. You will live in the fullness of the promise.